I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. Full moon in Scorpio. This full moon in, in Scorpio is, by definition, opposing the sun in Taurus, but the sun in Taurus has Mercury with it as well. On top of that, North Node has now moved into Gemini, opposing South Node in Sagittarius. Well, it will be for 18 months. Venus is already in Gemini. Starting May 11th, Mercury will move into Gemini. May 13th through June 25th, Venus will go through a retrograde cycle in Gemini. So Mercury, the ruler of Gemini, involved in this full moon in Scorpio, plus building activity in Gemini. It's a lot. It's a lot that's going to involve finding new solutions, being willing to open up to new information, probably processing things that have happened in the past. We'll talk more about Venus retrograde whenever we get there. But under this full moon in particular, moon in Scorpio, opposing Sun and Mercury in Taurus, is saying, first of all, it's time to really decide what's truly important and valuable to you. And it may be that your, um, how you feel about that or what you think about it more specifically is changing in ways that you didn't expect because Uranus is in Taurus too. So that is um, pushing us out of our comfort zone on what we find important. So sometimes in Taurus, uh, people think of materialistic things on what's valuable and important. And I think that that's being broken down, um, that we're moving more towards the value of our connections, of the natural world around us, of the ties that bind us together, of manifesting new ways of being in the world that are supportive of our communities, things like that. So under the full moon in Scorpio, it's going to ask us to draw new boundaries, probably with ourselves, to support what we find valuable and important and to support us raising our self-worth in order to meet those new values where they are. What I mean is no negative self-talk about you don't deserve it or if it's going to happen for everyone except you or everyone else is amazing but you are you've been bad and so you're going to miss the boat those kinds of things drawing boundaries with yourself about your shadows in order to support an up leveling of worth there's a difference we've talked about this before but i'm going to mention it again there's a difference between um shadow and darkness so shadow is Unresolved issues, trauma, loss, grief, pain, self-harm that hasn't been fully recognized or that is still ongoing or hasn't had your healing attention brought to it. Looking at the shadows, the things that stay hidden, the things that you don't want to look at, the things that you don't want to admit. It's healthy and supportive to look at those things and bring them up to the light so that they can be transformed into something higher. And in this case, under the full moon, it would be anything that is still lingering within you. And therefore, how you react and interact, react and interact with other people around you that is putting a cap or tamping down or pushing down or negating how well you think of yourself and what you think is possible in the reality of the world that you live in. That's one thing. That's healthy and right and true. Darkness would be um, damaging, 
damaging, painful, ill, ill-intentioned energies that are trying to hurt you and take you down. So it would be things like, don't forget how much you suck, like things like that. Or don't forget, you've been bad and you're probably always going to be bad. That's darkness. And that doesn't belong to you. We are not going to allow darkness to come in and put a cap on what is possible for our lives. That all wounds are healable, that we can forgive ourselves, that we can face what we keep hidden and bring light to it and not let, us, not let it fester and wear on us and drag us down. We all have that opportunity. Darkness will try and make you stay there. It's where self-loathing gets in. It's where uh, rea being reactionary and sabotaging because maybe you feel like you're not good enough or because you're simply scared of the unknown. So be careful. Be careful with this full moon that you don't fall into the darkness side. And the way that you know that something there's a dark message, a mess, dark messaging that's happening within you is that your highest self would never speak to you in a way that tells you that you're bad ever. Even when you're struggling, even when you're facing things like addiction or self-harming, e even then your, your highest self would say you're entirely worthy because you're breathing. You're entirely worthy because all humans are worthy that when we face our shadows and we heal out of them, then we stop the cycle of trauma. And that's the kind of work you actually want to engage in. But darkness that makes you feel awful about yourself or about the world is someplace we're not going to go. And I think it's important to make that distinction under this full moon because the building energy in Gemini with South Node and Sagittarius is going to be um, pretty intense in the head. There will be a lot of people who are stuck in loops of confusion that are stuck in going over and over and over again, the things that have happened in the past in that, in that realm of confusion and wrestling with the past South node and Sagittarius can have false beliefs come in false beliefs that uh, possibility is actually not alive anymore or false beliefs that hope is gone or false beliefs that, again, it's going to happen to everyone except, except you. Those are false beliefs. We're looking for new information, new ways to process the, the, lives, the lives that we lead and going forward and find new solutions and trust our own thinking. But to do that, we're going to have to hold our self-worth high and we're going to have to be brave in facing unresolved issues that need our care without falling into self-loathing, self-harm, that kind of stuff. So this full moon is something we're going to keep building on as we go forward. I want to say a little bit more about that North Node in Gemini and South Node in Sagittarius. That energy is going to be um, a domain in which people will, people who have a false or controlling or damaging belief system that they want to impose on other people will become very convincing. So it will be things like you should be afraid or you need me or you can't survive on your own or, you know, God is dead and has never been here <laughs> whatever, or whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of really extreme beliefs that 
get spread out into a confused populace because control is trying to be exerted on people who don't know what to do next. And it's going to be very important that we keep coming back to trusting our own thinking, looking for information that adds up and makes sense, and to not let ourselves go down into rabbit holes of beliefs that simply don't belong to us. So the true nature of Sagittarius when it comes to the collective is involved with the galactic center at 27 degrees. The galactic center says that we have unlimited possibilities, that hope is always alive, and the beliefs that we hold will dictate the world we live in. So be very mindful of those three things as we go forward in the next 18 months. Anything that does not line up with those premises of the galactic center, they're false, misleading, confusing. They might outright be, um, be spread out into a confused, um, a confused world trying to maintain a grip of control whenever we're still in the middle of a lot of collapse of control systems um, with Jupiter and Pluto and Capricorn. Saturn will retrograde and join back. So it'll be all three of those together. So as we go forward in the rest of the year, this full moon of owning your self-worth, being willing to face your shadows without going into darkness, the building energy in Gemini of trusting our own thinking, allowing new information to come in to find new solutions, not getting caught up in rewriting the past and not falling into any false beliefs that take us away from the core of the galactic center. We have unlimited possibilities. Hope is always alive. And the beliefs we hold will dictate the world we live in. That's a tone that we're going to have to hold as we go forward into a quickly approaching eclipse season and uh, lots of retrogrades. It's just, uh, there's going to be a lot in 2020. So as we move forward, we just keep building more and more and more on our own um, evolution, the healing of our individual humanness, and us repairing the ties that bind us together so that we can create new worlds in a time when a lot that we thought would stand the test of time will not. And in that, in that area of collapse, we start building what will now stand the test of time based on our true beliefs on what we find valuable and important. And it's, it's everyone is necessary in that process. All of our healing is necessary. All of our vision is necessary. All of our participation is necessary. So we keep going. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.